Hey guys, and welcome to the Life at Smythe podcast. As we step into Core Values Month, what better way to celebrate with a little Smythe TED Talk with some of our very own inspiring leaders from the firm. Take a jog down memory lane with me, your host, Nguyen Nguyen, as we delve into the passions and the determination of each individual's journey and gather some golden nuggets to their path to success. But most importantly, what does each core values represent and mean for them and the firm? Well, buckle up, friends. Time for a deep dive session and maybe a little to maybe a lot of banter as we immerse into the life at Smart Culture. I hope you enjoy this mini-series. Good morning, Tamiko, and welcome on this beautiful Thursday morning. Thank you so much for collaborating with me for our next episode for Excellence this week. And might I say, like, I've expressed this to you, Excellent is uh, yeah, a very hardcore value to kind of... Um, <laughs> distinguished you know so I'm so glad that I'm able to collaborate in regards to kind of get a better understanding of what that core value means for you and also express what it means to you on a personal level um I guess having me you're welcome you're welcome uh so I think you're probably like the second partner that I've actually met and had like a lengthy conversation with when I first joined Smythe and I gotta say we've learned so I've learned so much about you, you know, and um there are a few things that I did not expect in which we will re- <laughs> review in this episode. Um, so that you know our listeners and staff can, you know, also get to know you a bit better. So yeah, re- get ready, guys. Tamiko <laughs> will blow your socks off. <laughs> oh my goodness, no pressure. <laughs> no pressure though. <laughs> so just to begin with, um, I know I asked all of our partners to kind of give a bit of a background story in regards to their journey and how they've actually gotten to the role that they uh, got into today. Um, everyone's journey has been so different so far, but yours has definitely been very different. So would you like to share with the listeners? Yeah, I guess it's a bit of a long story, uh, so I'll try not to bore everyone, but I feel like I've had a much longer journey before coming to Smythe than others have. Um, I got my first role in accounting at, at 19 uh, after dropping out of UBC. Technically, I, I failed out of UBC, but I like to say I dropped out by choice. Yeah, that's okay, um, secret save with us. I worked as an AP clerk for a chain of coffee shops. Um, there were six at the time, but then shortly after the company split up and two were taken over by the minority owner. He owned the coffee shops under his investment company and hired me to continue doing the accounting. So it was his controller that kind of took me under his wing, taught me how to do the monthly accounting, the cost analysis, prepare financial statements. Uh, they owned some real estate developments and ran a couple of public mining companies as well. So I got to help with those um, and it was a really great learning experience. Um, but accounting just wasn't what I was interested in for my career. Funny uh, that, hey, funny you <laughs> say that then. <laughs> yeah, because my dream job was to become a flight attendant. Um, <laughs> when I was growing up, I had this aunt who worked for Cathay, and I remember she would fly into town every once in a while. I'd get to go stay with her at her fancy hotel downtown. She always looked so glamorous, always had the latest fashions from her shopping trips around the world. Uh, So that was a life I wanted. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, And when I got older, she had worked her way up in Cathay and said that if I could make my way to Hong Kong, she would get me a job. Uh, So that's what I was doing for two years. I was working full time in the office, doing accounting by day and then working evenings and weekends in the coffee shop. 
but as fate would have it, uh, when I was 21, I got pregnant. Um, and as difficult as that decision was, I decided I was going to raise this child on my own. Um, which meant there was no way I could be a single mom and be flying all over the world. Uh, so I'd have to find a different career path. Um, and accounting just seemed to be the most logical choice. Yeah. And I remember you saying that you um, kind of realized that flying wasn't your thing anyway. Right? <laughs> yeah, you kind of realized. It's a good thing I came back to accounting because as I got older, I realized I hate flying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad it happened how it did, you know. But uh, yeah, so you got back into accounting and was it back to school? Is that what, what, what it was? Yeah, I had to go back to school. Um, my daughter was three months old when I went back to, uh, I did the two-year diploma program at BCIT. Mm -hmm. um, and after that, I found my second job in AP. Uh, I had to go back to or back to work to make some money. Um, so I was an AP clerk for another real estate development company and took courses in the evenings to finish my Bachelor of Technology degree in accounting. Mm -hmm. um, and then once I finished my degree, I had to start my articling. So I went to a mid-sized firm and got my designation there. Um, I was there for about six years. But I knew that typical career progression in public practice was you worked your way up to becoming a partner. Um, yeah. And I just didn't see myself becoming a partner, having to do the business development, bring in clients. Uh, it just wasn't my thing. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I just didn't see myself becoming a partner. Um, so I left and I thought I would try working in industry. I did a couple of contract controller roles. One was for a music electronics company. This was oh. before Best Buy. Okay. <laughs> A and B Sound. A &B Sound. Um, so none I'm, of those stores left around Canada anymore. So they just completely no. just continue. They're gone. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. And the other was for a, a tea company, and they're actually oh. the tea company that introduced matcha to North America. Really? Yeah, quite wow. a few years ago. So it was interesting. Um, but while I was there, I got recruited for another controller role. They said it was for a professional services firm. So I was thinking maybe it was a law firm or engineering. It ended up being uh, an accounting firm. So I thought, well, this would be interesting because I did miss being in public practice. I just liked, you know, the, the, envi the work environment, the busyness of it all. Um, so I moved again. Um, and that role evolved really quickly um, for a firm of about 100 people. They operated very lean <clears throat> just in terms of their support staff. So there was yep. no HR department <laughs> at all. There was one IT guy, one marketing person, and only myself in accounting. So I got involved in everything. Um, so you basically delving <clears throat> into different, like, un, you know, under different hats and departments, right? Your role right. was very mm -hmm. multi, yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, I developed their performance management system, organized recruiting events, client events, um, you know, organized training courses, dealt with the regulators. It was just a broad spectrum of responsibilities and it kept me busy for, I was there for almost 10 years. Wow. Um, so, but it got to the point where I had done everything I could within the limitations that they had. They weren't really interested in making the investments needed to keep pushing the firm forward. Um, so I felt like I had hit my ceiling. Yeah. And know. was it like um, you were kind of putting proposals <coughs> and ideas forward to kind of suggest mm -hmm. these progression, but it was always yeah. shut down? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So it just felt like I was kind of hitting a wall then. They right. just were willing to move forward in a lot of areas. So, um, <clears throat> so and, and it was a hard decision. I mean, I had been there for almost 10 years, but I was no longer yeah. going. I was no longer learning or adding value. Uh, so I made the decision to leave. Um, I took some time off to try and decide what I wanted to do next. Um, but within about six months, I saw that Smythe was looking for a director of finance. Uh, so I applied, convinced Bob that I would be the perfect person for the role, and here we are. There we are. Here you are today, Director of Finance. And I guess what a lot of um, maybe our staff don't know that you're one of the, the only partners that didn't come in with a book of clients. So that is so inspirational. I was like, wow, <laughs> go yes. to Miko. Yeah, and I think it was one of they're one of the first mm. you know independent firms to bring in a non-revenue generating partner, right. uh, which. Yeah, I thought it was very progressive. Yeah, <laughs> another one so of our core values. Right? There you go. Everything's yes. <laughs> relating. <laughs> so, um, I know that you've been here with us quite some time, seen like the company progress and grow, and today we're talking about excellence. You know, so yeah. what does the core value of excellence mean to you on a professional, um, professional way? Right. I think for me, excellence is is a mindset. It's very much an attitude. It's about always striving to be better. Um, I'll admit earlier in my career, I was really only focused on trying to figure out where I fit and what I wanted to yeah. do. I moved around a lot. Um, it wasn't until my I mean, previous that's role. fine, right? To kind of like um, explore or be open. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah like I mean, I think a couple of partners have already said, you know, your career is never linear. It doesn't have to be. Yeah. Um, you know. I, I mean, I can bring it back to like, um, you know, maybe uh, my culture, you know, conception, like um, we both have uh, Asian background. Mm -hmm. um, growing up, it was always like, you should know what you want out of high school, yes. get your career and have that um, progression, like, you know, mm -hmm. uh, grow from building up the ladder. So uh, it's so interesting that, you know, for you, you were very open to striving for the opportunities, trying different things. Because mm. even for me, out of university, my dad's like, you know, don't be silly, you know, like, even if you can't be a doctor, lawyer or something, you're trying to get yeah. into business. Yeah. There are only so, three choices, doctor, lawyer, I or accountant. Know. <laughs> I, I know, like accountant is one, one of the highly regarded ones, you know, and um, mm -hmm. uh, my most of my friends either did law and commerce, they got into dentistry and like right. doctors. And I was like, oh man, like I just, I'm not good at numbers or anything like that. So, you know, there's still not a word to translate what HR is in Vietnamese. So oh, really? <laughs> I tried Google um, translating and um, I, I basically just, just describe it as like, you know, the manager of people. So right. with the word manager, my dad's like, okay, okay, maybe I'll let this pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's so awesome to see that, you know, you uh, really try to explore different avenues and was, you know, okay to kind of take the time with it as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it's never easy. Change is never easy, but um, mm -hmm. you just have to keep, you know, trying to figure out what's best for you and for that and for that time in your life too. Depends what your situation is. Um, yeah. Just to keep moving forward. Um, for sure. So I think, you know, it wasn't until my previous role where I could see mm. the impact of the changes that I made and the positive impacts. And it made me want more to keep trying to find ways to make things better. Mm -hmm. um, so I think I brought that same mindset and that same purpose with me to Smythe. But mm -hmm. now I'm in a firm that's willing to make those investments, a firm that's driven to be better year after year. Um, 
because we want Smythe to outlast every one of yes. the partners that we currently have. Um, so, and, and I think that's very different than than the firms that I've been at before, uh, just that future focus. Yeah, and that's great. And I remember you saying that it's a lot about you know, excellent. And there is no end goal. It's basically a journey. And that's oh, all sure. we're going through. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because excellent, it's it's not perfection. I think we've yes. implemented a lot of new systems and processes over the years. They aren't perfect. Um, I hope that they're better than what we had before, but as long as we're still moving in the right direction, uh, mm -hmm. because, and it's not just the big changes that push us forward. Uh, it's the little things as well. You know, we are what we repeatedly do. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so excellence can become a habit. We read Atomic Habits as part of our book club, I think mm -hmm. I mentioned. That's a popular one. Yeah, mm -hmm. I've heard of it. Yeah, it was it was good, um, but it talks about how even small changes can compound and accumulate to have a significant impact over time. Mm. Okay, best. Oh, that's a great way to put it. Well, I mean, excellence is so broad in terms of like its definition and I guess um, meaning for everybody. Um, when I think of excellence, I think of leadership as well. So. You, you've become a leader, you know, it, unexpectedly, you did not want to be a partner or a leader at all in the past, mm -hmm. but somehow fell into it, the role. Mm -hmm. So what are your thoughts or advice in terms of leadership, you know, when it comes mm -hmm. to your career? That's a good question. Like I said, I'm, you know, something I'm still struggling with myself. So if you have any advice, you know, <laughs> I'll open. do some research <laughs> okay. that we can discuss. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like I said, it, being a partner or being a leader was never something I aspired to be. Um, but as I continued to push myself to be better, to get out of my comfort zone and see the value that I bring, uh, it's a role and a responsibility that I've grown into. I think being responsible for two amazing teams, both finance and operations, You're doing great certainly, job. Makes, <laughs> cer certainly makes it easier, um, mm -hmm. but it's still a challenge for me. Yeah. Uh, it's something I've been thinking about a lot recently, just in terms of the type of leader that I want to be. Um, you know, I think the pe perception is leaders are these confident, charismatic, outspoken extroverts, and that's just not me. So trying to figure out what, you know, what works for me, what my style is, uh, it's been a journey for mm -hmm. sure. I think but what I've learned over the last little while, and it's certainly the case here at Smythe, is that there is space for different leadership styles. Yeah. You can. You can lead by example, you can lead by empowering others and providing mentorship or advice. Um, you can lead by gently nudging your team forward or tugging them along, uh, but it's a balance. We still need the drivers and the visionaries and the strategists, but I think we can all learn to lead in, in our own way. Yeah. You know, as, as leaders, we certainly don't profess to being perfect. We all have different things that we're working on, but it's that pursuit of excellence, that drive to be better, um, I think is the one thing that we have in common. Yeah. You know, and I, Camelia mentioned it too. It's, you know, you need to take your career into your own hands, yes. you know, seek mentorship. Um, at this stage in my career, I'm still looking for mentors. I connected with someone uh, just about a month ago and, and he's got a ton of CFO experience. So I've asked yeah. him to be my mentor. Um, and, you know, between the 27 partners we have, there's just, a wide spectrum of experience that people can tap into and you know everyone's going to be open to sharing their experiences. Yeah. 
So, I mean, like, I guess from like from the idea of leadership, you know, it's not just what we used to think it is. I, like, like what you've explained, you don't have to adopt just one necessary, like one style of leadership. You can adopt mm. like different styles and put it together to make it your own. Is yes. that right? That fits yeah. you best. Yeah. Beautifully put, you know, <laughs> you know about leadership. <laughs> you're talking about. <laughs> so, I guess like, um, you know, you've learned and, you know, trial and error. It seems like, you know, life is a journey. We do go through trial and error through our lives and uh, see what works, see what, what doesn't work for us. And, you know, what is our own definition for, you know, our excellence, you know, the results we want to get. Um, for yourself, like, if you could rewind back, you know, time and, like, tell yourself one thing, you know, it, one advice that's very important that you've learned. Now, what would you say? Yeah. Um. Looking back, well, one, I don't think I would change anything. I think the experiences I had and the challenges I faced all contributed to me being who I am today. Um, but I would say ignore the negativity. Um, I think half the battle That's hard. is... That's hard. Yeah. You know, sometimes it seeps through. And you're like, why am I thinking about this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but half the battle is having the right mindset. And I think it's just yeah. trying to keep that positive outlook. Um, I've had so many people in my life tell me what I couldn't do, uh, yeah. that I wasn't smart enough. You know, going back to Prove school with wrong. a newborn, oh, gosh. it was going to be too hard. Don't do it. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got a great job. Why would you want to start over? So ignore the negativity. Uh, try to stay positive and you can do whatever you put your mind to. Yeah. Is there um, a certain strategy that has helped you, you know, kind of keep that, you know, strong mindset for yourself over the years? Um, I don't know if there's any one strategy. I mean, it's a battle that I, I always have in my head, too, uh, because there is that self-doubt, um, just, you know, not being confident all the time. So it's it's hard to try and stay positive when you're always second-guessing yourself. Um, but, uh, it's, you know, just I think having a goal in mind and knowing what you're trying to accomplish helps uh, just yeah. to keep moving forward. Yeah. Okay. So like clear direction. Mm -hmm. So just to like um, kind of give a reminder to our beautiful staff today um, who are, you know, are striving for excellence in their career and personal mm -hmm. life. What would you say to them or what would you like to share with them? Um, just strive to be better every day, learn something new, Push yourself outside your comfort zone. I think I said I'm extremely uncomfortable right now doing this podcast with you. <laughs> Guys, yes, it took me a while to get her to come here, but finally, I'm so happy and grateful she's agreed. <laughs> um, and I'm glad this is almost over. But, you know, you'll never know what you're capable of accomplishing if you don't try. Uh, so mm -hmm. strive for greatness, strive for excellence. Um, you know, I think if... There's one thing worse than failure, it's regret, that never ending yes. feeling of like, what if? Uh, so just go for it. Just go for it. Yeah, you only have one life. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> and enjoy the journey. Um, try to have a little fun along the way. Yes, beautifully put. And thank you so much for the wonderful advice as well. And like I said, I'm so grateful when you agreed to do the episode. <laughs> And Thanks maybe for twisting my arm into <laughs> Yeah, no, <laughs> gently, gently. <laughs> but hey, you know, I'm pushing. We're pushing boundaries. That's what we want to yes. do to strive for excellence. So, um, 
to the listeners, if you really enjoyed this episode and would love to learn more about Tamiko, like she's all in for it, you know, she loves having great conversations and have great advice as well. It comes to life advice, uh, financial advice, <laughs> and honestly, Absolutely. just and anyone to uh, someone to just to listen to. So um, her door is always open. Feel free yeah. to yeah have a chat with her whenever. Um, overall, thank you so much for your time, Tamiko, and yeah, hopefully you'll come back for season two. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I hope you've all enjoyed this episode and found it motivating. If you have any questions for our partners or feedback, please feel free to email me directly at mtnguyen at smythecpa.com. Until next time, make sure to tune in each week on the Smythe Hub for upcoming episodes. Have a good one all.